This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Highly pathogenic avian influenza spread to more states over the weekend. You can add Maryland and South Dakota to the list. There's also a commercial flock in Iowa that has depopulated 50,000 birds and a wild bird detection that was announced today in Nebraska. All told, the disease has been detected in about 20 states and has caused the depopulation of around 2 million birds. The latest detection in Iowa hit about 50,000 15-week-old turkeys in the northwest part of the state. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has said he believes the industry and government responses are better prepared for this outbreak than the one that took place in 2015. Iowa Ag Secretary Mike Nag agrees. The significant differences between then and now is that there's, there's a lot more awareness uh, there's been a significant amount of work done on the part of the industry to evaluate and improve biosecurity. And, uh, and, and on our part, in terms of response, again, the work that's been done uh, on the part of the state and USDA together with industry to exercise our response plans is, uh, is better than it was in 2015. So uh, all of those things are positives. Producers with reported detections must depopulate their birds to slow the spread of the disease. NAG says there is an existing path to help. USDA gets involved in providing uh, indemnifying producers for birds that have to be depopulated and then works with us to provide support for uh, cleaning and disinfecting and disposing of any materials off of the site. So there is support. And uh, again, we appreciate the, the close relationship, the close working relationship that we have with USDA because that is an important a piece of support for those livestock producers who who really are going through. This is a devastating uh, blow to them uh, economically and, and certainly to their operation. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on the outbreak. A Department of Agriculture official says the existing farm program structure has a role to play in building out new biofuel demand. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Sustainable aviation fuel could play a pivotal role in the biofuels industry, but creating incentives for feedstock producers will determine the viability of the fuel, says a USDA official. Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Robert Bonney says there will be a constant demand for liquid fuels, especially a sustainably produced fuel. And so the question is, can we create incentives to drive down the, the greenhouse gas footprint to reward, uh, you know, to reward that? And if you think about corn ethanol and the ability to strip off the carbon dioxide created in the, in the fermentation process and sticking it down in, in the ground, you know, we can get very low greenhouse gas fuels here. Bonnie says the Farm Bill's commodity title needs to provide risk management tools to help farmers stay in business to continue to grow the necessary feedstock for biofuel production. A critical piece of, of Title I is providing that, you know, is providing that safety net, that, that those risk management um, uh, programs for producers. And I think, um, you know, again, that's important for the productivity piece of the puzzle we talked about early, earlier, while also uh, taking taking. Uh, stock of the climate side, which is both on the mitigation side, but on the resilience side as well. We need to need design tools that, that help producers make sure that their operations are resilient as the climate continues to change. You can hear more from Bonnie and his thoughts on USDA's role in the carbon market discussion in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, look for an updated analysis from USDA on the invasion of Ukraine and what it means for the grain sector later this week. 
USDA is due to publish a new World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report on Wednesday, and USDA World Ag Outlook Board Chairman Mark Jekanowski says it will include USDA's interpretation of the events. He says the department already has an idea of how much grain is currently in storage in Ukraine, but can't say for certain when that grain will move. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. There are more than 140 million acres of farmland used in conservation and wildlife habitat efforts. That's equal to the size of New York and California combined. Learn more at fb.org forward slash sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.